In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, The Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. My name is Michael Cannell, and I cover the economy for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I write about jobs and housing for the most part. And in this time, what has changed is only everything. Uh, The vocabulary that we've used to talk about the economy is now totally inadequate to the situation we have. Recession. What what does that mean? It used to mean, well, there isn't enough demand or interest rates are too high or companies are overproducing, so they have to cut back. And now it's all about what's happening in in the medical world, what's happening with disease. Uh, And instead, instead of talking about how we've got millions of job cuts, Uh, for some economic reason, we're really talking about what's a kind of medically induced coma for the economy. This is engineered. This is designed. This is human-made that we are trying so hard to stop this virus that we basically turned the economy into a much, much lower gear. Uh, And so that means that the vocabulary for talking about the economy in the future our forecasting is completely, completely inadequate. We used to talk about supply and demand and capacity and labor force and prices and, and interest rates. And, and now what really matters are transmission rates of, of, uh, of disease and uh, uh, mortality rates. And when we talk about when this recession, this incredible decline in the economy is going to stop, who decides when the economy recovers? It's not the Federal Reserve that's going to lower some interest rates, or it's not the really the federal government that's going to pump some money into the economy. I mean, sure, the elected officials have a lot of uh, a lot of power here, but mostly it's the disease that's going to decide, and and it's what we do that's going to decide, not as consumers, but as citizens. Do we lock ourselves down? Do we flatten the curve of the pandemic? Do we keep ourselves out of circulation long enough to to stop the spread of the disease? And that that never used to be part of economics, and now maybe it's all that matters. And for the people I cover, uh, the questions are in many ways the same. It's about the basics. It's about you know food and 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 shelter. Uh, and I write about people sometimes who are on the edge. So this past week, for instance, I wrote about uh, uh, an effort to get the governor to suspend 
foreclosures and evictions to make sure that people who lose their jobs, as hundreds of thousands of people are losing their jobs in Georgia, that those people don't lose their homes at the same time. I wrote this week about people who live in extended stay motels who are worried that because they've lost their jobs, they're going to get tossed out because they can't make the payment to the, the motel. I wrote about, uh, you know, a number of them are single mothers, one in particular with a disabled child that she's so worried about. And she has to be home with the child now and there's no school and she has no job. And uh, what was what was especially moving about that story was that after I wrote the story, a couple people sent me messages messages saying they wanted to help pay for her her bill to keep her there in that uh, motel just a, at least a couple weeks longer uh, despite the fact that she had no money and so there was a nice kind of uh, feeling that even in hard times there are some people who will step up and and do the right thing like Mr. Rogers said you know look for the helpers no matter no matter what's going on you can look for the helpers even for my story and for what I what I write about in many ways, the, the questions are the same, the issues are the same, but the stakes, the stakes have gone way up. Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. Our journalists at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution are working around the clock to keep you updated on all the developments surrounding the Trump indictment. Now the AJC is putting all of our coverage in one place with our new Trump 19 newsletter. Every Wednesday, you'll have our latest coverage and analysis on this historic case in your inbox. So sign up for free today at AJC.com slash indictment newsletter. That's all one word. AJC.com slash indictment newsletter.